Amen. Have you found that liberty tonight? Praise the Lord. You can just stay in that liberty. Thank the Lord. It's good to be free. Free from the bonds of sin. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to see each one of you. It's good to see Sister Margaret back with us this evening. Let's stand and start our service with prayer. Once again, Lord, we ask that you would move and work in this service. Minister to our hearts. Prepare us for the week that lies ahead. You probably already are well aware of the situations and temptations that the enemy has laid ahead for us, the snares. Give us eyes to see those, hearts to be obedient unto you and walk around those pitfalls. Guide us and direct us in this service, Lord. Fill our hearts and minister to us. Prepare us for the week ahead. And we'll give you the glory and the praise. In your name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Trust you're ready to worship the Lord this evening. Take up your praise and worship books and sing to the King of Kings. I know we say that often, but there really is the fact. We need to be mindful of who we've come to meet with. Amen. I think that we'd get blessed if we just realized who's listening in on our services. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to be met together again this evening in the house of God. Maybe one of you has a song or chorus you'd like to start with tonight. 276. 276. <clears throat> He's already made mention about that liberty, so speaks of glorious freedom. Number 276. <clears throat> Thank you. 
All right, we might turn back to number 473, His Way With Thee. Each of these verses ask questions. I was noticing this evening before I came to church, things that we would all like to have, but the chorus is the answer. His power can make you what, what you ought to be. His blood can cleanse your heart and make you free. His love can fill your soul till you will see was best to let him have his way with thee. I'm glad we can let him have his way in our hearts and lives. 473.
fourth verse. can stand on his word it's stand worthy <laughs> praise the lord what will we do if the word kept changing i have said before and i think it's a good illustration that many times people will tell you what they like you try to learn their preferences and then you try to make it just the way they like maybe some cooks do that those of you that cook food know how know how that is Try to figure out what a person's preference is, and then next thing you know, just as you get it about perfected, oh, I don't like that anymore, I like this over here. <laughs> Thank the Lord he's not like that. He's easy to please. He makes it clear in his word what he wants us to do. Amen. If you have a heart to follow God, he has a way to, to make you follow him. Amen. He makes the way clear. So even a little child with minimal understanding, minimal mental capacities can make it to heaven. Praise the Lord. Sometimes those who have a lot of knowledge upstairs are hindered in making it to heaven. Sometimes that can be a hindrance to them. Amen. But thank the Lord. The way is clear and we can stand upon His Word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, let's prepare our hearts to go to prayer this evening. Let's remember those. Well, praise His name. You ever stop to think sometimes when you pray? Just remind yourself how many times the Lord has answered your prayer request. How many times He's encouraged you and strengthened you when you've asked for strength and encouragement to make it just another moment. His sustaining power each and every day. Praise the Lord. It's good to be serving Him. Not another one I'd rather be serving. Not another pathway I'd rather be on than the narrow way. Thank the Lord. Maybe you have a testimony on your heart. Amen. And I became a Christian over 40 years now. And I had no mental understanding, no emotional understanding because of the way I was. But he would talk to me and tell me what he wanted me to do. I didn't question it. I let him have his way with me. Amen. And here I am today. Amen. And I'm thankful that even though I didn't understand any of it, I just didn't question it. I obeyed. And here I am. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Thank the Lord. Anybody else? Amen. What they were doing just that far from the White House, I mean, my heart just been bubbling over. Amen. It's a miracle in and of itself. Yes. I praise the Lord. There is more with us than be with them. Amen. We are on the winning side. Amen. I've read the last chapter. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I've asked the Lord sometimes to help get my eyes open. See, who is really surrounded in this whole battle after all? Amen. Praise the Lord. Good. Anybody else? I thank the Lord for His mercy, and um, I really appreciated that song, Have His Way With Me. I'm so thankful that He does give grace for all those things. And Amen. And in Him, we can be assured that He's going to come through. He's such a good God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Go ahead, sister. <laughs> Yes. There's a lot of traffic out there as we were coming tonight, and I thought of all the many miles that different ones of us traveled to and from church and the Lord's protection, and I just felt I wanted to give him thanks for that. Amen. A lot of things perhaps we take for granted too often, but I'm just yes. thankful for his mercies in every way. And <clears throat> no, uh, that song that we sang tonight, I'm thankful for God's word and Amen. his light upon our pathway, and not only for his written word, but he has spoken word to us Amen. until he keeps us from losing our way. He guides and he directs and he'll yes. take us clear through. I'm thankful. Praise the Lord. Amen. I, just love him. I just felt this morning I was challenged by the message that we heard. I just mm-hmm. want to draw closer to the Lord and Amen. be more what he would have me to be until my life can tell for him. I don't want to just uh, take life easy spiritually, but I feel a renewed uh, warfare in my heart. And I'm Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? All right, Brother Mike.
Amen. Thank the Lord that we have an anchor. Regardless of what the waves of life may do around us, we can be anchored. Praise the Lord. As long as we got Jesus on board, we can't go down. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All hearts clear. Amen. Amen. I'm glad he saved me and I've been trying to serve the Lord Good. for 76 years and I, I failed the Lord a lot, but oh, he's so merciful. And he knew that I, I wanted to make it by his grace. He knew my heart that I Amen. really didn't want to fail him, but I, yeah, I thank him for how he's led and how he keeps his hand upon me. I thank him for providing for all my needs. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. You know, Thanksgiving season's around the corner. You best start being thankful. <laughs> Amen. We have much to be thankful for. We had a good afternoon service there at the nursing home, and I was talking about the victory, being an overcomer, and having victory. Over the world, praise the Lord. Thank the Lord that He has won the victory and just kind of handed us the trophy. He's already fought the fight for us. Praise the Lord. Amen. I like that song. I think, I think Glorious Freedom is probably one of my favorite songs, at least in the hymn book. And uh, I like the verse there. It just kind of sums it up. I think it's just in verse 2. It lists off a lot of different things throughout the song that the, we've been freed from. But it kind of sums it up when it says, All that saddened my life. Everything that saddened my life. When we really get a grip on the fact that the devil just wants to sadden our life, we start thinking rightly. Amen? The devil, he's a deceiver. And we, we had to get our eyes open through the blood of Jesus Christ and God convicting our hearts. Thank the Lord we found the way of holiness, the true way. Praise the Lord. Let's stand and ask God to bless His Word in our time together. Lord, we ask that You would guide us and direct us in Your Word tonight. Speak to our hearts. Minister to us. Challenge us where we need to be challenged. Encourage us where we need encouragement. Speak to us. Remind us of things that we have forgotten. And it would be for Your glory. You are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Take your Bibles and turn to 3 John, the third epistle of John. Fourteen verses. A short book. Just one chapter. Fourteen verses. We're not going to look at all the verses tonight. But I want to talk to you about the testimony of Gaius. The testimony of Gaius. Third John. Third John. First John, second John, third John, Jude, and then Revelations. A little book that kind of hides in there sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> third John. Beginning to read at verse number one. The elder... Uh, to the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. 
For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers, which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well. Because that for his name's sake they went forth taking nothing of the Gentiles. We'll stop right there. It's hard to find a good stopping point sometimes when you get in a passage like that. But mostly want to look at the testimony of Gaius. The testimony of Gaius. Here is a man that his testimony is well known in the area, among the strangers and among the church. I want us to look at three principles of a good testimony exemplified by Gaius here in this passage. Just these few verses. First of all, he walked in the truth. His testimony was known because he walked in the truth. It starts off by saying, The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius. You want to make your elder proud of you. You want to make your pastor proud of you. You want to make your mentor proud of you. And well-beloved, you want to be well-beloved, have a good testimony. Amen? Some of us here are amateur radio operators. Do you know what that means, a ham radio operator? <laughs> And uh, in the ham radio world, they have what they call our Elmers, an Elmer. An Elmer is somebody who tutors you. An Elmer is somebody who, if you get stuck on something and you have a question, you need a little bit of guidance, you need some help, the Elmer is there. The Elmer is one that you can go to with questions. If you want to grow in your understanding of amateur radio or practice and you want to know what the do's are and you want to know what the don'ts are without learning for yourself, Find a good Elmer. The same way spiritually. We are to disciple each other. We're to help each other. We're to encourage each other. <clears throat> I'll just put a little plug in here to prepare your hearts for Tuesday. If the Lord keeps leading, we're going to look at discipleship. Discipleship is really important. Discipleship is God's program to multiply the church. And discipleship just doesn't stop at conversion. But discipleship continues to help guide and continues to help cultivate and challenge another person. And I would ask you this question in preparation for that Bible study upcoming, if the Lord continues to lead. Sometimes the Lord changes direction. But if the Lord continues to lead, I would, I would challenge you with this question. Who is it that is your personal project to disciple and encourage and to mentor? And then who is it that you feel like you can go to for encouragement, strength? And here we have the elder... The elder is expressing his appreciation for Gaius' testimony, and he's expressing his love, and we should be able to do that, shouldn't we? One person, one of my, my Christian brothers in the Lord, I was talking to him this past week, and he said, I love you in the Lord. I love you in the Lord. Amen? Do we love each other in the Lord, the true divine love? We're going to get into that a little bit, too. But it, he says, the elder to the well, unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Gaius' testimony didn't depend upon his physical well-being, did it? 
Seems to be a seems to be a little notation here that he wasn't maybe doing the best physically, or that at least there was a desire that he would do well physically, as also he was doing spiritually. What a testimony that he would prosper, that his health would prosper just as his soul has prospered. It says even as I like that word even as it's used a lot in the book of John. Jesus uh, makes a lot of correlations. He says, uh, "As I have loved you." Uh, as my father had loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. There's a lot of even as there's, kind of like equal marks, kind of like continue on, the same as here. And he says, I, I wish that your health would be doing as well as what your soul is. It says your soul is prospering. Your soul is growing. Your, your soul is, is uh, gaining new depth spiritually. Your soul is thriving. Amen. We can have a thriving soul, thriving testimony. Why? If you walk in truth, walk in truth. He was commended because he was one that walked in truth. It says in verse number three, for I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. Amen. We live in a world where people who walk in truth, people who have a testimony of truth is appreciated. There's a lot of false things going around in society today, and there always has been. But sometimes it seems like it's harder and harder to find people who are walking in the truth, people who are living out the truth, the true testimony, the gospel of Jesus Christ. We studied that word truth in our Bible studies and looking at Philippians 4.8. Whatsoever things are true, that's what we're to be thinking about. That's where our focus is to be, the things that are true. That was Gaius's focus. He was busy walking in the light of God's Word. He was busy walking and acting upon the truth. The truth. He was one that walked in truth firstly. As we move on down here, he says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Amen? You want to make the one who died on the cross for you the one who shed his life's blood on Calvary, you want to make him pleased with your life? There's the answer, friend. Walk in truth. Walk in truth. Amen? And your testimony will grow. Your testimony will be known. You'll be known as one that walks in truth, not one that wavers, not one that plays around with sin, not one that is up and down, not one that's over here and then over there. The one who's solid, testimony, walking in truth. Secondly, it says here in verse number five, Beloved, thou dost faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers. In other words, he treated everybody alike. That's a good testimony, isn't it? A good example of a Christian, to treat everybody the same. All he poured on is love to people in the church. He encouraged people in the church. He loved God and he loved God's people. But he also loved the strangers. He also loved the outsiders. He was also friendly. He was also loving. He was also kind. He was also compassionate to those outside the fold of safety. Those strangers, those people that maybe he only came in contact with one time. Maybe he didn't see them very often. 
but he, he was the same. Whatever he did to the faithful, whatever he did to the brethren, whatever he did to those Christians, those spiritual siblings, if you will, he did the same to those outside, to the strangers, to the unsaved. And that's a testimony of godliness. Thirdly, and lastly, he had charity. He had a pure heart of love. It says that, which have borne witness of thy charity. See, he wasn't just treating everybody equal, but he was treating everybody with charity. He was treating everybody with that divine love that only God can give. That divine love that when it's imparted into a person's heart, you can't hate anybody. <laughs> you can't not forgive people when they wrong you. I don't remember if it was Lawrence B. Hicks or if it was A.W. Tozer, but he, he said, you know, when your heart is holy, he said it doesn't keep you from getting hurt, but he said it'll keep you from getting sore about it. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? You'll still feel pain when someone has an offense against you. You'll, you'll still be hurt when someone speaks against you. When you, when you find out someone's belittled you and you, you find out somebody's done something to hurt you or done something ill against you, it'll still hurt. But you don't get sore about it. You don't get offended about it. You don't get your life flipped upside down. You don't get totally consumed in that. But you overlook that. You love them. You see the bigger picture. Because you have a heart of love, charity, charity out of a pure heart. Love will make the best testimony of a Christian. These people, the brethren and the strangers, they've borne witness. <laughs> they know about Gaius. They've seen him in some situations, some situations that didn't go his way. And they see that he was the same. They've seen him around people who, who love him and, and encourage him and they're there to help him. And then they've seen him around people who have tried to slight him, tried to do things to hurt him, tried to do things against him. They've seen him when, when his enemies try to get to him. He's still the same. That's a solid testimony, dear friend. You want to have a testimony that stands before man and before God? Walk in truth. Walk in truth, no matter what is the option. You're always faced with two options. No matter what is more convenient, no matter what might be easier, no matter what might feel better, no matter what someone else may want you to do, walk in truth. And then treat everyone the same. But not just treat them the same, but treat them all in love. Amen? The world is literally dying for an example of a people that are God's people, that have true charity and exemplify His love towards a lost and a dying world, a people who are consistent. I know when we stand before God that it'll be us and Him. And I know that we'll also give account for our influence but there's not much that the devil likes more, that promotes his goal more than a person testifying tall in church and living low the rest of their life in the world. The hypocrite. The hypocrite has, drawn, has driven more people away from God 
than probably anything else in the test of time. It's done more to hurt the witness of God. When we claim God's name, when we identify ourselves as God's people, when we identify ourselves especially as having a holy heart and being holy people, we need to be very careful to walk circumspectly, to walk very carefully. Amen? And if you have a pure heart, and that love is just so filling up your soul that it's just bubbling over, it's going to drip on anybody else that gets close to you. Whether they're a brother or sister in Christ, or whether it's somebody in the world, whatever the situation is, regardless of the circumstances, Gaius had a testimony that was the same. And other people could testify that he had the victory, that he had the goods, that he was a true believer in Jesus Christ, that he was one that exemplified the love of Christ. And his testimony was carried even unto the elder here. And he says he was glad for it. He was glad for a good testimony that goes out. There's a lot of testimonies that go out, but we're especially thankful for the good testimonies that go out. Amen? The people who are living consistently. The people who love other Christians and love strangers and the people in the world, they all are alike. They love them all alike. They treat them all alike. And they're consistent. Amen? Thank the Lord for Gaius' testimony. Walk in truth. Treat everyone alike. And live and exemplify charity. Pure heart of love, divine love. There's much that could be said about the divine love of God. You can't codger it up. You can't make it up. You can't put it on. It's not something one person can give to another person. It's only something that God can give to the holy heart. A heart has to be made holy before that pure divine charity can be imparted into it. Thank the Lord for charity. Thank the Lord for His divine love that loved an old wretched sinner before we were cleaned up. He says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. Aren't you so glad? That same love we can have and express towards a lost and a dying world. A world that stinks. A world that's ugly. A world that's not enjoyable to be around. But yet is worthy of the love of God. Because it's His creation. Because they're ever-living souls that Christ died for. Let's learn from Gaius' testimony and practice it and ask God to help make our testimony pure and holy. Amen. Let's stand tonight. The altar is open if anyone needs to pray. I want to take just a few moments. I like to give opportunity to pray. The Lord has given a truth that may press upon your heart. Do you need to ask God to forgive you of your testimony? Ask God to forgive you of poorly representing Him to someone. Ask God to help you to go and make it right to someone, to ask forgiveness. Tell Him how much you love Him. You wished you hadn't done that, wished you hadn't said that. Maybe you didn't even mean it. Maybe it was by accident something was said or something was done. It's been a slight against a brother or sister of the faith. You may need to go to them. Keep a holy testimony. As you identify as being God's child, be mindful. Be mindful of how you live. 
And again, I might just add once again, I've been saying it, but I'd add it again in closing. If your heart is full of love, it's easy. It's easy. We love you, Lord. We thank you for your charity. We thank you that you've made our hearts holy. We thank you, Lord, for this testimony of your dear servant Gaius and how he walked consistently before the world, before the church, and how his testimony went out. So much that we could even read it today in 2020 and glean truth. Help us not to be ashamed to identify with you and help us not to be ashamed to live consistently for you and to love others the way that you've loved us. Be with each one of us, Lord. Help us to practice what we've learned tonight. Thank you for all that you've done in our hearts and changing and transforming our lives, giving us a testimony. Lord, this isn't our testimony necessarily. It's our testimony of what you've done, testifying of your grace, testifying of your holiness imparted to our hearts. Prepare our hearts for whatever is ahead of us this week. May we glorify you in every situation, in our deeds, in our words, and in our thoughts. May your name be praised, both now and throughout eternity. And everyone said, Amen. You are dismissed.